the Defense Commissary Agency's the seventh DOD unit to achieve a clean audit opinion for fiscal 2021. The latest financial management strategy from the Undersecretary of Defense Comptroller's Office at DOD says financial readiness accelerates mission readiness. Dr. Michael Parker's Vice President and Business Development Executive at Salesforce, former senior executive in the Defense Department. Mike, welcome. It's great to see you again. Connect for me that idea of fiscal readiness that the Defense Department senior leadership has talked about on a number of occasions with mission readiness that the department has talked about for its entire existence. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Really appreciate that. Uh, what a great question because it is so timely given all of the focus and the efforts from both the administration and Congress now on fiscal readiness and how that does tie to mission readiness. As you know, the DOD mission is is critical to our national defense, our national security, and our continued readiness as a country. Uh, In that vein, the Defense Department is focused on improving fiscal decision-making and focusing specifically on how do you ensure the optimization of the defense budget for the warfighter? Are we delivering the greatest capability and capacity we can with the precious dollars that have been obligated to the Defense Department? DOD is making significant strides to date towards financial auditability and continues to improve fiscal readiness on a continual basis. Over my 34 years as a DOD public servant, Uh, I've personally been a part of and affected by several improvements in audit readiness and process improvement in the financial management domain specifically, which was a very rewarding experience for me, being able to ensure that every dollar spent was greater warfighter capacity for the DOD specifically. Currently, there's a major focus on transforming the auditability of financial management systems. So you think about the legacy systems environment and modernizing that with new cloud-based platform solutions that allow you to drive automation and allow you to drive uh, an improved customer experience and transparency over the funding that DOD does execute. There's a couple of things that you said there that I want to pull the string on, Mike. And one of them is you talked about uh, the information that people have inside the department for decision making. It's funny because that's the exact conversation that we have throughout the entire federal government right now about using data for decision making that I don't hear as often as I had expected to about financial management. It strikes me that that is an area that's ripe for using data for decision-making. And I wonder if it's just that I'm not hearing it or if maybe there is unrealized potential there in the financial management area. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. So there is a concerted focused effort um, and there has been for some time now as realized by the financial audit in the need to identify authoritative data and understand that authoritative data and put standards in place to enforce data reporting that has accuracy, timeliness, and quality standards associated with it so that that data, once exposed to decision makers, is available for analytics and the use in automation with technology solutions like artificial intelligence. Data is so critical to everything we do in DoD and financial management data is the most critical in understanding, you know, tracing that fiscal readiness back to that mission readiness in the warfighter, ensuring that we are tracing 
the entire budget life cycle. And we understand from a field operation perspective that every commander is equipped with the data access and exposure they need to execute the mission. All right. Another term that you used a moment ago I want to pull on is the process improvement. It strikes me that some of the cloud-based tools that you talked about and that other folks have talked to me about in the financial management area are making the Pentagon's progress or, or can potentially make the Pentagon's progress on auditability and financial management success exponential. Like the first year of the audit, people kind of threw their hands up in the air and said, this is terrible. It's going to take forever. They're never going to make it in 10 years. Second year was better, but not linearly better, if that makes sense. It's not a scientific term. I apologize. And then the third year was even better, and it seems like it's going up exponentially, the, the level of improvement each year. Do, do you get what I'm getting at? I do, absolutely. And, and some of that really is understanding the operating environment and the processes as they exist today. Uh, just in my own personal experience in financial management, documenting those processes and standardizing those across the military organizations is so critical to then drive automation. There's a tremendous amount of paper and manual processes that exist today still uh, in 2022, which should be a little surprising, but it's not. There's so much law, regulation, and policy that governs how you deliver financial services today and how you manage the financial management domain, that leadership is now focusing on driving policy changes and policy automation that will then enable your ability to really reimagine how financial management is delivered, how financial management processes are operating, and how that authoritative data is leveraged in that. So that solutions, specifically cloud-based technology solutions that do offer significant automation and exponential improvement towards auditability can be leveraged. We talked a little bit before we turned the recorder on uh, about the proliferation of customer experience and how it's not just talk and it's not just compliance exercises that officials all across the civilian and DOD space in government understand the importance of customer experience and why it's a good idea, why it's good for business and not just uh, a compliance exercise. What's the connection between the data and the tools that we've discussed in this conversation and the customer experience element of this? Who are the customers that financial managers in the Pentagon are delivering their products for, Mike? That's a really great question. And being able to tie all this together with the most important aspect of digital transformation, which is customer experience. It's clearly defining your customer and understanding that you don't just have one lens of customers. You know, you've got your specific service member or civilian personnel in DOD. They are customers from the financial services delivery model. But those subject matter experts that are operating these processes and utilizing these systems are also customers and, and deserve a greater customer experience to be able to deliver a better service. And senior leaders alike are all customers of this approach. And whether you're in financial management, human resource management, or logistics, they're all part of the business missionary in DOD and all ripe for transformation. But focusing on the customer experience is so important and collecting what I call the voice of the customer, understanding what their expectations are, what satisfaction level they expect, 
and transforming how we engage with them in a more personalized experience like their personal lives. We should be able to leverage automation. We should be able to leverage uh, mobile experience, transparency and self-service. But how we leverage these systems should be simple and intuitive. And today, just with the tremendous amount of paper and forms and uh, antiquated legacy systems and applications that are being replaced by key leadership decisions in DOD, uh, now is the time to really laser focus on how you deliver a better customer experience. Well, and when you use the word simple and intuitive, that does seem to be kind of counter to a lot of what I see and hear coming out of the department from a financial management person. They are overcoming decades in some cases of legacy processes and trying hard. I, I don't mean to disparage the effort by any stretch of the imagination. And I think it helps that you have a leader at the top like Mike McCord and others throughout the department who've done it before and know what they're up against. But the, the simple and intuitive piece of this seems to be one of the biggest rocks for them to climb. Is that fair to say, do you think? Uh, absolutely. It is difficult. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a tremendous amount of law regulation and policy that governs what we do and how we do it in DOD. And, and you're right. We have tremendous leadership in financial management today. All of the military department leads and, and the OSD leadership is, is phenomenally equipped to deliver innovation, to deliver technology transformation and a better experience. And they're all sharing information across one another. And I'm really excited about seeing them speak specifically at an upcoming conference because it's so critical to see what each of the military departments are doing together or separate and sharing those best practices. What's the people piece of this? Does the department have what it needs skill-wise and and people-wise to execute on the vision that we've kind of thrown out here today? Absolutely. This is a, a tremendous career field and the workforce that exists today, the workforce I grew up in in financial management is, is really continuing to grow uh, both in development and education opportunities, but really focusing on innovation, you know, understanding how not only technology solutions can drive innovation, but leveraging the workforce and leveraging a more community of practice approach to how we're delivering services and how we can transform those services. There's a concept called upskilling of the workforce, and there's several um, so there's several support elements that exist today that will in, will help enable that upskilling to leverage technology to what to do more of putting subject matter experts on top of the system from an audit perspective instead of inside the system with manual transaction reporting. Uh, and that's where I think leadership is focused right now and leveraging this, the uh, training and education that is available. What do you see as the best way to measure success? Is it just continued progress in the auditability of the department each year, or are there other areas in which you can take some of these pieces that we've talked about today and in between the audit result releases say, we're continuing to be on the right track, Mike? Yeah, I think there's several areas you can measure that. One is uh, collect that customer experience. Have you improved the customer experience? Are they more satisfied with that experience um, day after day, month after month. And then from an auditability perspective, 
Is there controls? Is there traceability? Are you able to leverage technology in such a way that you can, can, you can actually measure that improvement and track those productivity and performance metrics from an operational perspective? Mike Parker, it's great to talk to you. Thanks very much for joining me today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You have a great day. Thanks again.